Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. What a ball game. Blue Jays rally back in the second half. First time this year they have won a game when they have trailed at halftime. Now, granted, they Thank only you. trailed by one, but... There was a point in the second half where the Blue Jays trailed by as much as, I think it was, maybe I, I said seven. I thought maybe it was seven. I'm looking back. But the, uh, but the Musketeers were up at one point, yes, by seven after Desmond Claude made two free throws with 12.31 to go. And I misspoke Taylor Stormberg. Those free throws by Desmond Claude were his only points of the second half. He had 18 in the first half. He went 0 for 8 yeah. in the second half and scored just two points. But after those two free throws, the Blue Jays outscore Xavier. Now I'm doing math, and that's never <laughs> that's never a good sign. Actually, Oliveri, they they, yeah. they exchanged they exchange some uh, jump shots. So Oliveri made it 58-51 with 11.56 left. So the Blue Jays outscored Xavier 34-20 in the last 12 minutes to win here tonight yeah. by 7, 85-78. Yeah, and a big reason, right? They they had the opportunity to get to the free throw line, right? Yeah. They, they got Xavier into foul trouble midway through the second half, which allowed them to live at the line. So they didn't have to go out and score each and every possession. But you talk about the tale of two halves, right, John? Desmond Claude, only two points in that second half on free throws. Baylor Shireman was two of five, right, with five points in the first half. He finishes with 20 points for Creighton tonight. And locked Desmond Claude up and and really that's got to be the story of the game right there because the pace that Desmond Claude was on right it, I mean Creighton wasn't able to stop him now there was in the second half Davion McKnight only Absolutely. had three points yep. he had 17 in the second half mm -hmm. but the difference was Oliveri who averages 18 points a game. He was the third leading scorer in the conference, held to 15 points tonight and only one of four from three. He's a guy that's been hitting 43% of his threes this year. Of course, Trey Alexander with a game high 27 and a huge couple of buckets and that pick six that he had during the run where Creighton came back and then, of course, that huge mid-range jumper when Xavier was starting to get close and probably no bigger shot in this game than Baylor Shireman's wraparound three from the top of the key after Xavier closed a seven-point deficit down to two. Let's welcome over Ryan Kalkbrenner, who's going to join us after this one. And big man, another stressful one tonight, but um, when you guys fell down by eight in that second half, or seven in that second half, how were you able to turn things around and get this win? Uh, I think it just comes down to this team never, like, breaking apart no matter what's going on. Uh, we could have play after play that doesn't go our way and we're not turning on each other doing anything. I mean, this team's 
This team's really, really close. So we're, we're going to trust ourselves and do what we do. And so those kind of deficits don't really bother us too much. Obviously, you don't want them, but yeah. we, can, we can overcome them when they happen. Cole, talk to us a little bit about just pregame plan coming in against Xavier, right? Uh, no Jerome Hunter, right? No Zach Fremantle, who we saw all of last season, kind of a new cast of characters. And obviously tonight we're able to come out with a W. Yeah, they, they definitely look a little different. Their guard play this year is really good. Desmond Claude's taking a big jump from his freshman year last year. So you got to credit Xavier for having guys who are ready to step up and fill in the role when guys like Hunter and Fremantle, who are obviously really good, are out. So, you know, they, they do a good they, – they've done a good job this year of being really competitive. So we got our work cut out for us today. Well, unfortunately, your streak of uh, four or more blocks uh, ends. You only had one block tonight, but – they really made it difficult on our drop coverage. A lot of those teardrop floaters they would get in the paint. Yeah. McKnight was huge tonight in that category. I mean, some shots you just can't block. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, those are really tough shots. He had it going today, and he made them, so credit to him. But, you know, a lot of those, a lot of the times you live with those, especially when they contested it as much as they were. Talk, talk a little bit about the inside-out game. It seems like... The last four or five games, it's been a little bit more of an effort to get you the ball in good post position. But tonight, it looked like kind of helped the three-point shooters out a little bit. They started digging. They started doubling. You are able to fire it out right away for some wide-open threes. Yeah, definitely when, you know, we forced teams to guard me inside. They either obviously got to play one-on-one -on -one or they got double. And, you know, if they want to come double, I'm more than happy to get my shooters a wide-open three. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it just comes down to making the read. If they're going to come, I got to get it out and find the right guys. And uh, they made some shots today. Obviously, the turnovers hurt early on, but we really cleaned that up as well. Nine turnovers for the game, only three in the second half. And, you know, yeah. that's the one thing you don't want to do against a team that likes to run is those live ball yeah. turnovers. And that's really what got Xavier going in the first half. Yeah, it definitely hurts. They, they play fast anyway. Even on made shots, they take it out fast. So when yeah. you give them a live ball turnover, they're going – so that was that's big uh, thing Mac was talking about in halftime, and uh, fortunately we were able to, we were able to clean it up because uh, yeah, they kind of slowed down their offense a little bit. Colk, how's the how's the body feel? Right, <laughs> I mean, you go on the road, you're gone for you know seven eight days, you come back two days turnaround and played probably one of the most physical games that we've played all season. Uh, yeah, a little <laughs> tired, but uh, tomorrow's an off day. Got a massage set up for tomorrow. Oh, there Shout we out go. Julie. She'll, she'll help out. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow's definitely a big recovery day because, you know, 54 minutes the other night, 38 yeah. tonight. Yeah. We're going to take care of the body in the next Absolutely. few days. Absolutely. But, I mean, was there any point in the game where you could feel your legs getting a little bit heavy or were you able to feed off the adrenaline of this crowd to not lose any of that bounce in your step? I think uh, I definitely feed off the general and the crowd. I mean, they're so great. They bring energy the whole time. So when you hear the stadium as loud as they were, it makes it a little easier to get up and down the court and not think about, you know, being tired or any of that because you're so locked into the game. You got the energy going. So they, they definitely helped out a lot. Well, Ryan Kalkbrenner with 16 points, 9 rebounds, 7 of 11 shooting, just one block tonight. But big rebound there at the end yeah. when we really needed it. And uh, I don't remember for sure, but I think – I think your jersey may have gotten the most in the pink out auction. It was very close between <laughs> oh. you and Trey and Baylor. But just talk a little bit about that and the pink out game coming up on Saturday. Yeah, that's easily one of my favorite games of the year. I mean, it's always such a great atmosphere. Uh, everyone comes out to support. Obviously, Blue Jay fans are great at uh, help raise money for the cause. And 
So it's just, it's just a lot of fun. It's, it's truly special to be a part of that and uh, come in here and experience all that. Fantastic. Get yourself some rest. You've earned it. <laughs> it's your I game will. I will. And at least you won't be stuck in an airport for three hours waiting oh, for a no. plane to get fixed. Going home and going to my bed. <laughs> Amen. Ryan Kalkbrenner tonight with 16 game, points, man. nine rebounds. Nice the big man helping the Jays to a win tonight over Xavier, 85-78. to 78. Take a quick check of the numbers here. Jays go 46% in the second half, but 50% from three. Eight of 16, five points bank, three-pointers led by Baylor Shireman's four of five in the second half. Jays were 13 of 18 at the free throw line, 72% in the second half, 18 of 25 for the game, 72%. Xavier shoots 41%, 29 of 71. They were seven of 21 from three. They were 13 of 14 at the charity stripe. Jays lost the battle of the boards by five. They lost the offensive rebounds by six. Second chance points ended up 17 to six in favor of Xavier. And nine turnovers led to 19 Xavier points. But the Jays only had three turnovers in the second half, which was a huge difference from the first half. They made Xavier work more in the quarter court versus being able to sprint out in transition and get those buckets. Yeah, one and one thing to consider too, John, is you know, you get this home crowd into it, you started seeing a, a few of the shots start to fall, right? I mean, Jays go 8 of 16 from beyond the arc, 50% in the second half. And, you know, we saw some tired legs where we didn't know what we were going to see. That first half was a battle. But then they started to open some things up when they knocked down a few shots and got the ball inside to big number 11. Player of the game brought to you by Fashion Cleaners, Omaha's first eco-friendly luxury dry cleaner at Fashion Cleaners. We strive to go above and beyond your expectations. Fashion Cleaners with three Omaha locations and delivery service. Trey Alexander, game high, 27 points. And Trey, tonight, I I mean, you might have missed maybe one, but your mid-range game tonight, it looked like you had one going tonight. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of, you know, we've kind of been here before talking about the drop coverage and how that goes for other teams. So uh, that's kind of what that was tonight. So uh, it's great to just, you know, finally be able to play, play somebody that, that lets me just get to my spots. And so, I mean, uh, with that, you kind of, you got it like like we do. We get, you have to take some of those. And, I mean, I, I knew that tonight that I was going to be able to get to those spots and kind of rise up and, and make them and knock them down. So that's what i kind of been working on all week in, in my preparation. So it was just, you know, it's just, it's just the work. Absolutely. How how important is it, though, to kind of get off to a good start, right? We saw you hit two mid-range, you stepped out and hit a three, and it kind of get a rhythm into this game, which then carried over into the second half. Yeah, I mean, it's big for us. I think that uh, if one of us three can get going, me, Calk, Baylor, and even when Steven gets going, I think that it fuels the team. I think that uh, it kind of makes teams hard to guard because it's kind of like you got four people that can get off at any moment, and I think that you kind of have to pick your poison. So, I mean, after I had a a big first half, then then they kind of switched their best defender onto me, and now Baylor's going to get 15 in the second half. So I think it's big for us to have, you know, just somebody that, that gets off in the first half and then having next man up type of mentality and being able to trust that that next person is going to be able to do that as well. How good did it feel to make a bucket, get fouled, and go to the free throw line? It's been rough these past five games, man. I've been getting getting pulverized going to the rim a little bit. So, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad that I was able to, you know, Get get a couple get a couple free throws tonight. Yeah. So that was big for me. It was a little surprising to be honest. Watching it. it was like yeah. you got to the rim and they they call the foul. Like wait, he's going to the yeah. line. <laughs> yeah. He's actually yeah. going to the line. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about the defensive performance, specifically on Desmond Claude in the second half. He only had two points in the second half on two free throws. 
felt like he was really going at Baylor. I mean, one-on-one yeah. -on -one situations, coming off the high ball screen, using his body to you yeah. know create space. But in the second half, just the lockdown and the team performance on him. Yeah, I, I think I think it was I think it was very big. I think he came out kind of trying to be a little aggressive yeah. tonight. I, I I I mean, you can kind of tell when the players kind of kind of pressing a little bit. I thought that in the first half he was kind of trying to trying to get his own, and we kind of seen that. So in the second half, I mean, we obviously Baylor locked it down, and then we were able to get more gap help for him, kind of help him a little bit because, I mean, in the first half, what do you have, like 16, 18? Yeah, 18, 18 points, yes, so, yeah. I mean, just for, just for a couple, like, and for anybody in college, you see a couple go in and then you have a big half like that. You expect to have another big half, and we kind of, you know, just kind of pumped Baylor up a little bit, and then he, he took took the challenge upon himself to kind of go and lock him down. And, I mean, obviously, Cog did what Cog does when in terms of, manufacturing blocks and just stopping stopping a lot of people from getting to the rim and affecting shots. So, I mean, it, it was big on those two and just it was just a team effort, but mostly for Baylor. How does this one feel? After coming off the game in triple overtime, yeah. there was a point there in the second half, you fell behind by seven. It just looked like things were out of sorts. They were frustrating you. They kept getting the 50-50 balls. Yeah. But you managed to fight back. So a second game, kind of like Saturday, except you didn't have to play three extra periods. Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of speaks to the resiliency of this team. I think that uh, just like at Seton Hall, we got hit a couple times. I think we at one point we were down by six in the third overtime, and we still ended up winning that game. So I think that it just shows to the maturity and the resiliency of this team. I think that everybody in this locker room wants to win, and everybody does what it takes to win. So when you have when you have 16 guys like that in your locker room, I think that, is, that it just speaks volumes in terms of the camaraderie that we have. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we're playing for the man next to us, and I think that it's, it's big for our confidence on the court and I think that uh, that everybody had had their share their share of night uh, share tonight on ter in terms of the defensive end and the offensive end so Trey we talked to Calk about this but it, it, a much deserved day off tomorrow yeah Calk seems like he's – it sounds like he's getting a massage. Yeah. Oh, what yeah, it sounds like. massage. Okay, oh, I was yeah. going to ask. Much needed, what is, much needed. Much needed. What does yeah. Trey Alexander do with, with the day off during the middle of the season? Middle of the season, day off, I usually, like like we said, get a massage, and then after that I usually play play video games, just trying to kind of take my mind off of basketball, yeah. let my body rest. Uh, I do a lot – I do cryotherapy, things like that, just really taking it upon myself to, you know, figure out ways that I can really just help my body feel that it's best for that next day of practice. So, uh, usually – Usually, I, I, outside of me going to probably make like 100 on the gun or something like that, just to make sure that it feels good, uh, I really don't do much on the off day at all. Which video game? I play I play a lot of Call of Duty, Warzone. <laughs> uh, I'm a pretty big Madden guy as well. I, I don't play 2K as much. I think 2K is not as good as it used to be. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, you want to share your name if people want to play with you online? Uh -oh, or, or, he's like, uh, 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 he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, 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 we're not there yet. Yeah, yeah. It's a good yeah, idea. I think everybody will kind of, kind of blow my, yeah, blow keep it me a close up a little circle. bit on there. Should mention he goes five for five at the free throw line tonight. Guess who was down here shooting free throws while the rest of the team was upstairs eating dinner? Uh, would imagine that this guy was. <laughs> this guy <laughs> was. This guy was. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a part of it. I think that. uh Preparation is key for me, especially. It's all about how, how good it feels for me. I think that uh, my shot is starting to come around, and I think that it's that it's it's just all about the preparation for me. And I think the older that I get, and kind of, it sucks to say that I'm an upperclassman now, but I mean that's kind of what it is. I kind of <laughs> have to lead by example now, and I think that's something that I really take upon myself is showing these young guys what kind of what it takes to play at a high level in college basketball. Well, he certainly led by example. Huge couple of shots in the overtime win, and then the big yeah. mid-range in this game to help keep the Jays ahead. Congratulations. Thank Thanks, you, John. guys. Have a nice day. Time for the Coach Mac postgame brought to you by Lawler's Custom Sportswear for original custom-made <coughs> designs. Best-dressed Blue Jays dress with Lawler's Custom Sportswear. 
Lawlers.com. You can give Mac mine if you want. Steven, let's start let's this, start you with think, you don't you, you think this comes naturally? <laughs> <laughs> Where did these come from, Nelson? Uh, they're sponsor of ours, <laughs> Cook Beer Cookies. Well, oh, I look yeah. forward to this. I, I want to talk about that young man that just walked behind us, Steven Ashworth. Great <coughs> defense tonight. Oliveri, who, you know, excellent three point shooter. He got <coughs> open for one. He made it, but only one for four tonight. Yeah, and I don't know if Steven was in the game when that happened. I can't remember, but uh, he, he's been terrific. What he did with Spencer uh, Dawes, he shut out the first half, got us a lead, and then, you know, and the reality of it is, I said it to the media, you know, six weeks ago, he wasn't ready to guard these guys. And, you know, the change of mindset uh, and belief in himself and our belief in his ability to do it and doing it every day in practice, and now all of a sudden, you know, he, he's gone from someone that, you know, man, many probably were thinking he was a defensive liability to someone that we have a hard time being without on the defensive end of the floor because of what he brings to the table. And 15 assists and one turnover and two Big East games, I mean, come on. I mean, this isn't, uh, this isn't mid-major basketball. These are, those are two really good teams. And it's actually for, two and a half games to be technical. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible what he's doing. He's, uh, you know, he's not shooting the basketball great, but um, I think that'll come as he gets used to the effort that he's exerting on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, but, you know, still hit, you know, hits a big shot on the out-of-bounds play when we had a short clock. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he, he's hit some big shots, and, and I still think uh, his run is coming. Mike, hey, we were talking right before we hopped on air, but it, three just incredible guards for Xavier, and it, it seems like people may not know how good Xavier really is, and we saw Claude really come out in the first half specifically and say, hey, this, this, is, this is my team, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead the way. Yeah, we, we did a good job on everybody else. We didn't do a great job on him, and, 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 and Baylor knows it. He took a couple chances. He, you know, he followed him on a three-point shot. That was three of them. He, uh, you know, he went for a steal and gave up a layup one time, and you, you can't do that on a player like him. And but to Baylor's credit, you know he 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 really took the challenge upon his shoulders the second half, and uh, you know did an unbelievable job on him the second half. And then you know he big shot after big shot down the stretch, and uh, you know really a good win. You know Xavier beat Seton all by 20. They won at Providence by 20. They lose a UConn by five in a really close game. They lose at Villanova. They have two shots at the end to win it. <clears throat> this is a really good basketball team, and they're getting better, and, and uh, I think they're an NCAA tournament team. Uh, can they survive the league enough to get there? I mean, that's the problem. I mean, this... Uh, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a big beast. It's not a big east. I mean, this is a hard, hard league. <laughs> you look at, you know... The live ball turnovers, we talked about this in the pregame, those were killer in the first half, but only three turnovers in the second half, which really made up the difference because as they were hurting us on the offensive glass, at least we weren't giving them the fast break points. Yeah, and it's some some of the offensive glass was we, we got cross-matched, call challenge the shooter, and, and now we got Steven or Mason or somebody trying to get their big guy off the glass. And they tipped a few out of there and kept it alive. Uh, but we did do a much better job, and part of – Part of the turnovers is we got people out of the way. Uh, you know, we were kind of jamming up some driving lanes because we weren't moving on time and to the right place to create some seams uh, for Baylor and Trey to get downhill. And in the second half, we did a better job of that. And as a result, we took much better care of the ball. Mac, we all know how important just quality shots are. It, talk a little bit about the difference between first half and second half, specifically from three, right? You're looking at three of 12 in the first half, eight of 16. I know you're going to mm. go back and watch the film, but 
but did you see anything that was different mm-hmm. in the second half that was, that wasn't there in the first? You know, Mason missed a couple wide yeah. open ones. It had a wide open one after he hit one. Uh, I thought Trey had really good looks. I thought Stevens' looks were decent. Uh, you know, Baylor's looks were every bit as good as the ones he shot the second half. You just you just trust it. And that's two games in a row when we really needed it. Uh, we had four in a row, I believe, John, at Seton Hall when they got up eight or nine Three in during a row. that yep. stretch. Row, yep. uh, and then, you know, we go eight of 16 the second half. And, you know, coming off what we came off of Saturday with, you know, with, there, there wasn't much left in the tank. And you know, we were on the floor for one hour of practice time to prepare for a very good Xavier team who had an extra day prep on us. So, uh, you know, seven or three games in seven days in this league when two of them you're away from home for five days and one of them's a game and a half is really, really hard. So for us to, to get these last two is, is huge for us. Three games in seven days. <laughs> and Baylor Shireman never comes off the floor. Another complete game, 40 minutes tonight. And the one thing you look for if a, team, if a guy's getting tired is not as much elevation on those shots. But – Five of nine for the game and four of five in the second half. How much does that credit not just to what you guys were able to do during the week, but all that conditioning and reshaping his body that he did in the offseason? No question. It's, it's, a, it's had a huge impact. And the work that Jeremy Anderson and Ben McNair do on a daily basis <clears throat> to make sure these guys are as ready as they possibly can. Uh, you know, the science behind it that I wasn't a believer in until Jeremy got here. I was, I was a believer in more reps is better. <laughs> And as as uh, Taylor yeah. knows, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm laughing because uh, yeah, uh, but very well. Aware. You know, he's 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 changed the way I think about the game, and and uh, the guys have to be fresh mentally to be fresh physically, and you know those guys deserve a ton of credit. Hey, I, I got Trey 45 seconds tonight though, so yeah, I'm that was good. I'm, big, I'm, I'm, big I'm, 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 I'm getting there. And Ryan got a minute and 39. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's not bad. Back, uh, just want to kind of give you uh, the microphone for for a little bit here and just talk about <clears throat> pink out game uh, on Saturday, the importance of that and and kind of what you've been able to build um, in your tenure here. Yeah, around. I mean, it's really incredible uh, how it's taken on a life of its own. Um, you know, obviously our fans have really have embraced it from the start, uh, and then it's it continues to grow every year. I think we raised the third about third most amount uh, in the auction this year, and obviously we'll have opportunities <laughs> to donate at the game with the QR code. And uh, you know, we're going to be at Hope Lodge on Friday, where I, I think people can donate yep. uh, products and money again to cancer.org/slash. <laughs> but um, you know, there's cancer's not going away and and obviously um the impact of cancer during the pandemic when people couldn't get screened um the numbers are are creeping up to a place we haven't seen them in a while uh so it's, it's so important uh you know why we do this is obviously to raise money for the hope lodge and to have a true impact on families that are dealing with cancer because anybody you know you know people have lost their sister and their brother and their mom and their dad and a child i mean <laughs> it's awful to go through that and and see the impact that that cancer treatment has on a family and and the hope lodge is making that easier for those families and and the other thing we always try to talk about is the importance of early detection in the fight against cancer i mean it it is amazing to me having been an expert in it when i didn't want to be an expert when my wife was diagnosed almost 20 years ago uh how much has changed and how much improved how much the treatment options uh what there's so much more available uh, and and the, the the survival rates continue to to improve because of the the new treatments that are out there. But it you give yourself your best chance if you if it's detected early. So um, you know that'll be the message in this week as we talk about it. But uh, 
you know, obviously it's an emotional day here because, as I said, you know, everybody in here, when you hold up that sign, uh, there's somebody that in your life that you've probably lost to cancer. And, and that's tough stuff. And we want to continue to fight the fight. And, you know, we certainly appreciate our sponsors uh, that have made it happen and, and everybody in our department that, that really goes above and beyond to make it a very special event. Yeah, and this movement continues to spread. I saw our friend Steve Lutz at uh, Western Kentucky. They've got theirs tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. he called over and talked to our people. You know, like, you know, it, it it's uh, – uh, you know, Steve's Steve's had it in, in his family, um, and and you know, obviously appreciated what we did here. And when he got that head coaching job, was one of the th- first things he wanted to find out. You know, I'm not just going to do it; I want to do it right. And and I think we've done it better than anybody in the country. And uh, it brings a lot of attention on that particular day. And and uh, you know, hopefully everybody remains in this fight against cancer. The website is cancer.org/pinkout. That's how you can donate direct to the Hope Lodge. And as Max said, we'll be there on Friday from uh, 10 until 6. Connor Happer, myself, Josh Peterson, Coach Mack will join us for a little bit, and we'll be getting paper drive and also your donations. But again, cancer.org slash pinkout. Mack, congratulations. Another gut check win. I guess they're all going to be like this. Yeah, and and I'll say, you know, the the crowd was – we needed them against St. John's, and they were awesome on a terrible night outside. Uh, but, you know, uh, obviously there's school tomorrow, but this place was jammed, and they were into it. And, you know, I think they're realizing the importance of every single one of these games. I mean, you, you look across the league, and you watch what's happening, and it's 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 hard. It's hard to win in this league, and, and you you got to embrace everyone. And, and the, the crowd certainly had a huge impact on this game tonight. Thanks, Mac. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll be back for a final thought right after this. Blue Jays win at 85-78 on 16-20 the zone and 101.9. The keg. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 